The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Yeah, another episode of In the Conversation. Somebody's missing. Guess who won the Powerball? Tune in and find out. Peace. Check in and subscribe to your favorite show on ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way in bringing you one laugh after another on ComedyVoices.com. A digital media production. Coming to you from the top of the Stand Up New York Comedy Club. This is a Stand Up Labs production. Powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy is Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of D, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! We are back. We are in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon. And on my right hand side, I got El Capitano Vladimir Psych. Nah, that man is not here. Shout out to Vlad. He is on his VLAD situation on the West Coast, West putting in work. Uh, if you do get a chance, wish that man a happy belated birthday was on the 10th, so shout him out, you know. Uh, but on my left hand side. You know what it is. I no got. Side. You got Ali Muhammad all up in the building. You know what I'm saying? What's good? Chilling. <laughs> hey, you went from drop to humble All up in the building How you doing? I'm chilling, I'm fine <laughs> I'm doing well I'm okay. How about you, David? I'm doing, I'm doing rather fine myself That's I'm, stupendous Hey, <laughs> uh, welcome to LinkedIn, the podcast No doubt, no we, doubt We talk with our interview voice No doubt mm. But we here, man, you know what I'm saying It's been cool out here It's been cold out here, actually Been cold, in the, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's winter it is winter. Winter's really trying to be winter now, all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm all good with it. He gave us time. <sighs> I felt like winter should have just stayed going. You know how you got like somebody in your family that's been out your life until <laughs> shit start getting good, and they're going to come back? You're like, winter, now you want to be in my life? Uh, hit the power ball, you hit the power ball. <laughs> Hell yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Are you playing the power ball? My wife made me play one at least one number. Okay, you know what I'm saying. What you so mean, wait, one so, ticket. Yeah, one ticket. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with the lotto like that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But then you know, my wife posed the supposition of well, if I hit, <laughs> you're not gonna spend none of the money. <laughs> you're not, you, what you gonna do if I hit? I like that. I like I that. Like, she drew shit? the line. Like, like what shit? I'm gonna spend some of that shit. It is one point five. You can't be in the same household with me with 1.5 and not break you know, me off. Shit. But I shit. ain't no advocate of it. Yo, is this the highest it's ever been? $1.5 billion? Yeah, I guess so. That's ridiculous. Shit crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, I just I just see what the, you know what I'm saying? I, I had a grandma that played the number. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She used to, you know, she was all the way back from Cleveland, so... She used to work with uh, Don King in the number situation for a minute. So in what capacity? I don't know. Because you say Don you know, King, you know, shit get a little you know how that, dubious. You know, how that, you know, how that, you know it's in the numbers operation. So you know that you know okay. how you be how your legend. 
Okay. You know she used to work for Don King. This, yeah. Crazy ass Don. This before so, he was in jail? No, this was to... a numbers runner. Okay. Because you know Don went to prison for murder. A lot of people who ran the numbers went to jail. No, but I'm saying, was this, was this pre-prison time or this post? I think after prison time, they ran him out of Cleveland. He uh, got okay. into boxing. Uh, all right. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? Pre, you know what I'm saying? He was doing his business. Oh, okay, I don't know. What but was you know what I'm saying. But you know, it it get to a point where the number becomes a real thing. Where you know what I'm saying, people start to base their situation off of if they hit the number or not. Oh yeah, you start to imagine your lifestyle already. Right. So you know what I'm saying. So you you know you you young. Your grandma hit you with you know. Yeah, baby, I'm gonna go ahead and get you that when I hit my number. Oh yeah. Like, uh, you know, you know then, with that. Then the, then the number come on. You be like, dang, you hit that number. Then after a while, you be like, oh, man, this is crazy. Yeah, it's but then, false hope. Yeah, then you see how much energy people, you know what I'm saying, invest in if they hit or just the, you know what I'm saying, what if I hit what I'm going to do when mm-hmm. I hit. Mm-hmm. It's a, a lot of energy going to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of lot of uh, visualization. A lot of, you know, it's like the that might have been the first vision board. You know what I'm saying? That when I hit the number shit. Yeah, so it's like, you know. I try not to get caught up in that vision and, you know, try to keep my vision on. And I don't, I don't mean to, you know, poo-poo on the Powerball because, like I said. Talk your shit. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? My wife did want to play that shit, and I played it. I'll be honest. I only play the shit when it get up at least above $500 million. <laughs> Right. Because, I mean, because at that point it becomes a frenzy, and it's almost like the culture. It's like right. not going to see a certain movie. Right. 1.5. I... I won't lie. Last time I think it was up about five hundred million. This was the mm-hmm. last time I might have played Powerball. Maybe the only time I've ever played Powerball. Because Powerball is kind of new. Like mm-hmm. Powerball used to. I don't even think it was in New York at first. It used to be kind of down south in certain places. Right. We used to have New York Lotto. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the Powerball, which I don't even know what the difference is between the two. It's just Powerball seemed like they got a lot more paper. Yeah, it seemed like it was a collective unit of all of Lotto I guess, players. I guess it's the entire United States. Right. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me not get to talking that shit. But uh, yeah, when it got up to $500 million, I definitely bought one or two tickets, and I definitely walked to the train with a whole new lifestyle on my mind. <laughs> a whole new situation. Okay, so I'm going to be getting this. I'm going to pull up in that. I'm, I'm probably not going to do that no more. You know what I mean? I'm doing a couple calls. I'm already thinking about how I'm going to slide off the grid. No doubt. Because the thing about the, I think the Powerball, if I'm not mistaken, or the Lotto, I think if you win, you have to come, you have to do at least a public like they gotta, they gotta see your face. Well, well, not necessarily. It's some states that that you don't have to go publicly. It's like three or four states where you don't have to do it publicly. I did this shit after I played the number. I was caught up in my lifestyle. Of course, change. You got moment. to. And then I actually, I actually saw you know a list of the other winners, and I'm clicking on them to see you know what I'm saying if they show themselves. So. Uh huh. And then um, not all of them show. There's one dude in his picture. He put the check in front of his face. Oh, okay. And I, you know what I'm saying? That's slick. And I read his story. I think he might have motherfucker went and changed his name before he went and picked up his ticket cuz the name looked kind of weird and then they said it took him a month to come in and um oh. and and claim the prize. Cuz he said he went, you know what I'm saying, put together his financial team and all this Hilarious. shit. And then he came in, you know what I'm saying, cuz he was, you know, he was worried about Know how it's gonna affect the situation. He's worried about them damn kids he and got. I'm like, well, shit, that's a good ass idea. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and just change the whole scenario. What would you do? That's the that's the you know the ultimate question. What would be the first thing you do 
when you find out you hit the number? Not even the, fir- the first three things. I'm a, I'm 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 about like dude. I'm gonna call some of the you know what I'm saying financial planner motherfuckers I know off rip that you know that I know no okay that you know no mm-hmm. that you can trust. Well, you know who because who you know like do you know somebody I, yeah, that I know, you can I know, trust I with like you got 1.5 and how do you? We, I don't know if you could trust with 1.5 billion, but you that's know what call I'm one. <laughs> call one is motherfucking hold up now. How the fuck I'm gonna slide off the grid like you said? Okay. <laughs> Shit, I might have to go change my name a little bit for the go claim. Uh huh. <laughs> but you before all of this, so call. But before all of this, you gonna have a meeting in the house or? No, uh, I, don't know, is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, let's get know. everything together. We got well, okay, Me and my I wife gotta have a meet. We gonna be on the same page. Okay. Nobody ain't gonna know this. Shit. Okay. We yeah, about yeah. to take our time. We gonna slow walk this shit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna slow walk ourselves to the motherfucking shit. We ain't gonna go in there willy nilly take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Get caught up. <laughs> Get caught out there. <laughs> Why everybody still know your coordinates? <laughs> I'm gonna try to do it as best I can with nobody knowing. So first thing you do, you call your financial people. What's the what's the number two and three? What you do? I don't know. I don't even, I don't, you don't know shit. I don't motherfucking know. <sighs> what would you? Okay. What would be the first thing you buy? My life back. Pay all this debt. <laughs> Walk out of here, Buy Sally, my man. life back. Mortgage. Give me my life back. <laughs> Buy your freedom. Buy my freedom. I could dig that. I'll be freer than a motherfucker. Ooh. I would never, no loans, no more, ever. Dude, I think about that shit. You know, the thing about the power, I'm, I thought about it. You know how you, you know how you think about it? It is so ridiculous to even th- like fathom this, but- First thing I thought about, this is my line of thinking. I was like, damn, if I won $1.5 billion, I'd I'd feel like that would fuck up my whole life. It will. In the way that, <laughs> but like, nah, not even in the, I mean, it could be for the good and the bad, but in professionally, that's why I wanted to know if you could be anonymous because the thing is, and even if I was anonymous, I had $1.5 bill, I'm going to change anyway, but my thing is, I do comedy, and part of doing comedy is being able to relate to motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you notice, like, you see when certain comedians get real big, they start talking about rich shit, and yeah. they're not even billionaires. Right, right, right. Like, and they, but, they, and, but they got to that point by putting in a lot of work right. that has brought you into where they at least got a body of work that right. you're like, okay, that's how he became that guy. Right. You become an overnight billionaire? And want to go do some jokes? Talk about well, fuck! I can't talk to y'all, motherfuckers. Gonna spend the first five years just acclimating to your new life, <laughs> man. <let's... laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you never, you might not ever acclimate to it. You know what I'm saying? That's why you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers. Just like straight, I'm just snort all the cocaine. Fuck it. You saw that on the, on the news, my <laughs> yeah. man. Said cocaine and hookers. You know what I'm saying? Just like. It's like it's like becoming famous overnight. How some cats just trip out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like shit. It's a lot going on. It's almost like too much opportunity. You know, like when you go you go to a diner and they give you a big ass menu and it's just too many fucking options. You're like, right. I don't know what to eat here. What's going right. like a fucking one point five billion? Who are your peers? You don't even got who you, you can't got, even. You can't go nowhere. You can, who you, you talk to? You can't go to no billionaire shit. Cause they don't want you. They don't. Cause they don't. They, that's like crossing. <laughs> that's like crossing pep. Like crossing paper. You know how like the Greeks 
when you don't get pledged, like when you don't uh-huh. get hazed, right, right. you get the paper. Right. You a paper ass billionaire. We don't you ain't earned you, that no, shit. No, you not you not in that club. You a lucky motherfucker. You ain't you ain't in that club. You know what I'm saying? You can't go back to the hood. Nope. No, you know no. what I'm saying? You can't. You could send some money. That's it. Send for some even people. even even when you do you you take care of everybody's shit, it ain't gonna be the same. No. Cause everybody gonna want their payout to be a little better than what you giving them. No doubt. You and, know what and, I mean? and they pay out, they're gonna blow through theirs real quick and be back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So then what? You know what I'm saying? Shit. It's fucked up out there. So, you, you 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 alone. You know when they say it's lonely at the top? Yeah. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> that shit is lonely. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody wanna hear that shit. Nobody you know wanna nobody gonna feel sorry for no, you and your new billionaire shit. lifestyle. I wanna hear that I shit. I can't relate no more because I'm you know I'm fucking filthy rich. I'm filthy rich and shit, you know what I'm saying? Wow. When the last time you told a joke? Man, shit, no, man. Shit. No jokes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I financed this movie and that shit was trash. <laughs> you just be doing shit just to do it. Just doing shit. To, <laughs> just watching TV and sit. You might, I might actually go on like on YouTube or something to look up like lifestyles of the rich and famous. All of the rich shit that I, you know, because certain, when you in a certain <clears throat> economic bracket or a certain uh, tax bracket, it it could if you allow it to it can dictate your aspiration and imagination. No there's, doubt, there's certain shit that's just rich people shit that you just write off. Right now you got to go study what it is to be wealthy. Not right. even rich, but wealthy. Right. I mean, so just imagine like you know saying what what rappers and and ball players go through. Like LeBron, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he came out from the hood. Yeah. And just became instantly rich as fuck. Yeah, but even still, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not comparing it. No, I hate I'm you. not comparing it. Mm-hmm. But, but LeBron as a teenager in the hood, yeah, is definitely way different than five years later, LeBron. Oh, especially cool. ten years later, like LeBron now, is, he might as well be a, a rich, a rich white dude. He, he is, as Chappelle <laughs> said, I'm white on paper. You know what I'm saying? I love that shit. Like his lifestyle experience is, you know what I'm saying? He a, a real official. Rich motherfucker that's trying to be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got time for all that other shit. Nah. And then ain't. when when you are that cat that try to, you know, keep it, you know, you keeping it funky. Fuck around, get shot. You gonna fuck around, get robbed. And nobody get shot. gonna give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Then got the target on his back. You gotta drag a hundred cats around. You Allen Ivers. I always say nobody go to the funeral of the guy who should have known better. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's you real know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know. How do you how you you don't you don't stay the same? You, you can't different. take everybody with you. You don't even know how to be different. You know you got to be different, <laughs> but you don't even know what what that shit is. You're right. like fuck. So you see, cats making it up on the fly. You you can you, Lebron making this shit up yeah. as he go along. He got his homies managing and, and agent. You know, and that's good. He did no, better good. than most. He did it. He did. He did. He did better. He brought some cats along. That you know, what I'm saying that has an official capacity to make it happen on their own, with their own official shit. You know what I'm saying? And, but the thing is, he did that because one, as I said before, they had a time like there was a there was a runway. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You knew he was going to take off as long as the knee don't blow out and the ACL don't get fucked up. Mm-hmm. You felt like okay, this 
If you get if you get down, mm-hmm. you need to be in some capacity. You need to be able to understand that this is about to become a business. Mm-hmm. But you have proper time to kind of get your shit together and go read some books and all of that or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Sit down, meet some people. But shit, not when you a billionaire on Friday and you was broke as shit on Thursday. Shit. You ain't got nothing together. Chris, what would you get? Uh, I did a little bit of research. I think I'm going to buy a hockey team. Okay, which one? <laughs> well, the Panthers from Florida, they uh, they sold for $160 million in 2013. So I figure $220, $220 million, something like that. That's your money budget. Left over. Yeah, I'll buy the Panthers. That's your hockey budget. You're like, yeah. I'm not paying anything, but I'm saying, okay, what else? I mean, that's as far as I got so far. I figured yeah. I'll have to move to Florida. That's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I win 1.5, I am not going to Florida. No disrespect, but uh, it's tough out there for niggas sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't I mean, see anywhere outside of Miami. Okay. Okay. I like how you kept that real. You know when, you, when you leave Miami, it's a different kind of Florida. It is. It's a, ooh, it's <laughs> it's, it's a different Florida. Once you, once you pass, you know what I'm saying, that southern region, uh-huh. you, in, you in some real, you know what I'm saying, you liable to see some swamps and some alligators and Shit. What would be the first thing you buy though? You gotta buy something. I'm gonna get the crib. The crib? I'm gonna get the crib. Where? I don't know. Staying here? You can't really live in Bed Stuy if everybody no, knows. I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> say you're in Bed Stuy. I'm talking about you gonna stay in New if York. If I can stay anonymous, I, I live in Bed Stuy. Part, part time. Yeah, if, if you can stay anonymous. It's going to be tough. But if not, buddy, you got to get the fuck on. You got to go. I'm like, oh, I might go to another country for a while. <laughs> I might be low for a minute. For a minute. What happened to D? I don't even know, man. I don't know what happened to that motherfucker. I got to figure it out. I figure out an exit plan. That's, that's a good problem to have, though. Would you rather that or would you want those problems? I mean, I... I I can't look a gift horse in the mouth now. Nah, you can't really say you wouldn't take the problems. You know what I'm saying? He's a billionaire problems now. He's a billionaire problem. You know, I would accept. I would accept the problems. I'm a problem solver. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? I think when you become a billionaire, there's people that will get your number that you don't even know, just to let you know that they know. Like it's it's yeah. got to be the Illuminati's gonna call you. Well, at a billion, I don't know if it's the Illuminati. Somebody, you gonna get the the call, goddammit. Somebody, you know you gonna get invited to something. You gonna get that. You know, man, might not be an invite, but it's gonna be a. You know, what I'm saying, let you know. We Here's know. what you not gonna do. <laughs> they run, of, run down the laundry list. First of all, the government, we need our piece. They gonna That's get what. theirs off the rip. Mm-hmm. That they ain't even gonna. They probably take that before you leave the goddamn. Yeah, damn lotto office. Can I ask you guys this question that I've been thinking about? Because after taxes, whatever, it's going to end up being like eight hundred million dollars. It's like a ton mm. of money. Uh-huh. Is that almost irresponsible to just give some potential dummy eight hundred million? Because that's like a world ruining amount of money, you know? Yeah, no doubt. But you know, again, it's going to be a conversation. <laughs> Yeah, you could become sinister with they, eight. You could buy like a droid and bomb some shit if you wanted b- to. Believe any any motherfucker, any motherfucker in the United States with eight hundred million dollars is a threat. Is going to have that conversation. What you mean? What kind of thing? That conversation that you're not finna be a motherfucking threat. So listen here. Yeah. <laughs> All I, you don't. They my. They not finna let a motherfucker just run wild with eight hundred million. You know what I'm saying? That's why all the motherfuckers who really get it and work for it and get that shit, they get real low. And then they start talking about, like, I'm going to give all this shit away 
so my kids ain't got to deal with this shit. Uh, and give them enough to live on. Well, that's a whole nother thing. Too. I mean, what is enough to live on? Shit, if you got like say you got the Bill Gates name, you could uh, you could live on that alone, and and his money done financed all of these institutions. You gonna be fine. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? All of the houses and fucking all that shit is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, let me. That's ask you, it. You, what else you need to live? One point five. Let me ask you this: You got one point five billion. Break it down after tax. You got eight hundred million, right? Mm-hmm. You got to give. Okay, so you got you got your family. You got your you got your your pops. Mm-hmm. You got your moms and all of that, right? You gotta you gotta cut that family check. Now, <laughs> how much is too little, and then how much is too much? Let's be honest. You got eight hundred. They know you got eight hundred million because they saw the paper. No doubt. What what at what point? At what point does a million dollar check become disrespectful? At what <laughs> it's, it's already disrespectful. You got eight hundred. You give me one, nigga. I brought you into this world, you motherfucker. <laughs> she might sneeze at twenty. Yeah, you got eight hundred, nigga. Shit. Can I get two hundred? Exactly. That's shit. Shit. Mm-mm. That's eight hundred people. You can give a million dollars. We only got. We only got fifty. I saw some backwards ass math on Twitter. Did you see this shit? Talk about uh. I don't have this shit in front of me, but somebody tried to break down the, well, it's $1.5 million and it's, uh, it's $300 million. So basically, if you just give everybody a million, like everybody, you could save fucking poverty in the world. This nigga didn't, like, he didn't add the, he didn't do the decimal points or the <laughs> commas or something. Well, but, you know what I'm saying, Tupac said. <laughs> what Tupac said? Tupac said, you know, is and he was talking about a way smaller number, like $35 million. He's like, you know what I'm saying? If you just got $35 million to give away to one person, you know what I'm saying? It's obvious that a lot of these problems we have in this country can be solved. True indeed. You know what I'm saying? If you got, you're just going to give $35 million to one person. Yeah. You're going to get $800 million to one motherfucker. Give it to him. Man. You know what I'm saying? But they know all that shit coming right back. That shit like welfare. Well, they, that's the, this, I haven't watched it, but uh, I forget who told me about this. There's a... There's like a documentary series called Curse of the Lottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, most people that win the lottery are broke within a few years. Right. If I go broke from $800 million, uh, you, uh, you, you know, it might take you a while. You're going to live a hell of a life. I'm going to live a hell of a <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? You go, but see, the thing, man, it's like Monopoly money, man. You just, they put it out there. It's going to come right back. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna feed the the, the restaurants and the car places and the, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna, you gotta spend a it. lot of brokers gonna get money. You know what I'm saying. A lot of financial cats gonna get money. Gonna fleece them. Yeah. I mean, the shit is gonna go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You might keep some of it, but a lot of that shit is gonna go. Especially if it's easy come, it's easy go. You know like what I mean? you can't, you know. And it, it's just to a point where you know, all right, we could put that's a, like stimulus to the economy. Mm. You know what I mean. Monopoly money. Would you feel obligated to help the people? Which people? The people. Which people? The, the people, people. The, the less fortunate. I, I'm depends. keeping it as vague it, as it, it is. It depends. It depends what the what the knock on the door say. <laughs> that's uh, why. That's why the lotto money ain't shit, man. Shit. I had to see it to believe it. I haven't played yet. I might. I might wait till it go up to two billion. It might not. No. no. Got to be in it to win it. That's what they say. You know, well, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help some of the people. I'm gonna help some of the people. Some of the people. Some of the people. Okay. I'm gonna help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Try to you know spread as much knowledge and teach man how to fish as possible. Are you gonna have the time to go teach somebody how to fish? Well, I gotta do it. Oh, so you I got, got money? Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I got, got money. The role already. You know I got money. I got, I'm gonna bring in the masters. 
From all over the world to teach the people. That's the shit that I really, that, <laughs> that's the best part about having all this money because you now got access. Hopefully, yeah. you got access to the masters. Like, I want to I wanna sit down with we, Jay. We got access already. So give us a billion. I'm on. I mean, shit. I want to sit down with some motherfuckers, though. You know what I'm saying? You might you get that sit down because you'll be able to get in the room. Yeah, I hope so. You'll be able to get in. Which room you can't get in? I don't know. You never know. You, you never know. Like you said, they might Jay. look down their nose at you because they know you just you just won this money, man. What did you do? You could book Jay. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Jay! Come on. <laughs> How much? Jay might ask a lot of money. First gonna, of all, I'm, a, you I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not even going to let Jay know I got $800 because that's going to affect his quote. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to know a blonde, what's your quote? What's your rate? No doubt. Don't worry about what my budget is. Just what's your rate? Don't tell me, you know, who knows. And then, you know, you get that. Ain't no audience. It's just you and him. Just have a conversation, <laughs> man. Yo, Jay Z in the conversation. Yeah, have him on the podcast. You know Ain't that saying? a bitch? D probably won't even show up to the podcast. <laughs> no, I had to do that shit via set. It'll all be Skyped out. I mean, you, at, 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 that kind of money, you can have us wherever you at. Skyped out, flying in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We always on a jet. That's the that's the that's that's what we do. Every podcast, we take place on a jet. We on the jet. Yeah. We Pardon over, me, that's some turbulence. My bad. We, you know what I'm saying? We, we over the Mediterranean yeah. right now. You know. The sunset is stupendous. You know what I mean? Snow crabs. <laughs> Brand, these are live. These snow crabs was live. We just flew out to Alaska. Just yeah. had them killed. Damn, D, you had that damn. What, what's that medicine you that got? That EpiPen. Oh man, <laughs> EpiPens on with, deck with an extra clip. <laughs> man, fucking Powerball, man. Powerball. Good luck to y'all. If you hit, send us a couple. Send us some money. You know like if you if you hit this good luck that we giving you right now in your ear canal, and you win one point five billion. Shoot us a cool million. That's all we want. Just for inspiring you. Just for the inspiration. Exactly. Exactly. And mm. another one. Another one. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man. What's going on out here? El Chapo and dipped up out of there and got caught. Well, you know. He, he back in again. Fuck it with Sean Penn. I told you that guy's bad news. You think Sean Penn turned him in? I don't know. After he got the info? I don't know if he turned him in. I would, you know, I don't really fuck with Sean Penn like that. So, uh, you know, I just think he's a clown. But uh, I think, I don't think Sean, oh, who knows? Maybe. I think Sean Penn I've, with the mole, the snitch. I mean, look, even if Sean Penn was the snitch, I got to look at El Chapo sideways, though. You just escaped prison. Mm-hmm. And you reaching out to a celebrity and actor who has no invest like he's not invested in your freedom at all and keeping mm-hmm. you free mm-hmm. to to play you in a movie supposedly to have a conversation well, for ro- like that shit is well, weird maybe maybe he he knows you know at a certain point it's gonna be in the road he might just want to keep his legacy going but and at the same time you don't know how many other motherfuckers he met with <laughs> while he that's was true. you know what I'm saying this man this man say he got submarines and missiles and shit he probably meet with all kind of motherfuckers he probably did <laughs> well cuz then I'm thinking if I was a latino actor I'd feel tight I'd feel away why are you going to pick a white man to play El Chapo in the El Chapo story maybe he just picked him for, to produce it I think El Chapo got enough money to produce some shit El Chapo know he gonna be in jail. He probably gonna produce it, but you know what I'm saying? He knows the end of the road. Yeah. He gonna be still alive in jail. He ain't gonna be dead in jail. He gonna still run his shit. You think it's that hard? 
To what? It's regular niggas that run their shit from jail. That's true. <laughs> he might be more comfortable in jail. No, or it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because it matters. Listen, listen. It's certain people that live the life. And they know what the life is. They know okay. what the life entails. And if they got to go standing, like, as they say, I do that shit standing on my head. They content. And it's not content. They don't want to be there, but that's the price of the game. Exactly. And there's certain people that go in jail, and they don't live like regular jail cats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might have restrictions and shit like that, but they don't live like the regular jail cat. Yeah. And they running their operation. They might be selling the tobacco or the whatever and making more money in there than cats that work their job every day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's cats that understand it. They stand up, and it's this what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to go ahead and do whatever, do it. You know what I'm saying? I still got my shit running. Let a motherfucker cross me on the outside. Act like I can't get to him. Mm. I'm a little disappointed. I thought El Chapo was free for good. I thought, like, you know, when uh, I just felt like he they tunneled out. It just seemed so, like, and this was his second time. Which makes you makes him believe it can't be happening again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I was a little when I heard the news, El Chapo. Not that I gave a fuck. Like I, I mean, I know he's a horrible person. He's probably done some crazy shit. But I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I was like, damn, Chapo. I thought you was gonna be the one. Uh, still, at the end of the day, he still came out not dead. That's so, true. As long as he, he ain't true. dead, he still got the opportunity that's, to, that's a good to point. make moves and you know what I'm saying, keep shit popping. That's a good point. He's not dead. Because some cats, you know, motherfuckers get left, killed, for, left dead for, for much for, less, for way much less, much less. You know what I'm saying? Shit, not having the tail light out, reaching for your wallet. Well, I ain't just a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Stealing some cigarellas. <laughs> Shout out to El Chapo. Oh shit! What else is going on? Speaking of Sean Penn, uh, the <laughs> Golden Globes. Yeah, that just shit passed. I never watched the Golden Globes, but. I, I spent some time with it this time. All uh, right. What made you do that? It was on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, <clears throat> and you know, I flipped by and saw, you know, Denzel and Jamie sitting up there in the front row. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Showing some love. Yeah. So I watched it. That shit looked like it was lit up in that motherfucker. Oh, it always be a good let's get drunk open bar situation. I know that. That shit like a motherfucking. <laughs> it's like a vibe. Like a, a Quincy Jones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit, <laughs> motherfuckers are not getting lit. They, they getting twisted. They can't remember their speech. They get up there talking. And they don't give a fuck. <laughs> talking crazy. Yeah. Denzel got up there and showed his ass. He showed he was old. He yeah. showed he was old. I mean, I started now, to see. You know, or drunk. Or both. Probably both. Well, you saw Denzel throughout the whole shit looking bored with the entire telecast. Like, <laughs> and he was dead ass in the front row looking at this shit like, what is this shit here? <laughs> what is these motherfuckers talking? When, at what point are they going to bring me to the stage so I get the fuck out of here? This is some other shit. <laughs> I like the fact that he brought his whole, uh, squad. His whole squad, his whole family yeah. up there. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? He got up there, you know what I'm saying, talked this talk, and you know, but it just seemed like everybody was lit. Yeah, nah, it was it. It was some good points, man. Uh what were some of your favorite moments? Of course, you know what I'm saying? I like the Denzel shit. I like what Jamie did. You that know what was saying? funny. You know what I'm saying? Um <clears throat> even even I can't even remember the joke. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But the the chick who had the cleavage all the way out, her old, with the little, she had the she, had, she didn't have big breasts, but she had the green dress with the cleavage dropped all the way down. I didn't see that. It was just wide open space. 
it was no, but no, no teddy. It was a little bitty, itty bitties. So what was funny about it? It wasn't that the the. <laughs> the cleavage wasn't what was funny. She they was making some jokes up there that that I thought was funny. I can't even remember my by herself. Nah, she was up there with another motherfucker. We talking about with Eva Lagoria and America Ferrara where they. Nah, nah, I nah, thought nah. that was funny. You see that when nah. they came out and America Ferrara and Eva Longoria came out, two Latina actresses, and they were like, "Well, I I'm not a whomever. I'm not a they named another Latina actress, right. and I'm not this one." And then another person was like, "And we're both not Rosario Dawson." And then they was like, um, "And then they were like, good job, such and such. And good job. Oh, good job, Salma. Good job, Charo. I thought that shit was kind of yeah, slick. Yeah. That was cool. The Jamie shit was the funny Jamie as hell. Was funny." He just funny as a mother. Yeah, there was a lot of subliminal joints in there that you had to catch. Did you notice that all of the black shit was within a 10-minute segment? I did not. Everything notice. black. I must have caught the black segment. <laughs> yeah, you caught the- <laughs> but I didn't see Taraji, though. Oh, that was the end of the black segment. That's okay. where it all ended at. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> it ended with cookies. No doubt. But, you know, at least it's a black segment now. Yeah, you go. We doing pop-ups. Hey, man. Everywhere. Shit, Emmys. It's opening up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's- it's like that That room probably wasn't that open back in the day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You probably had a couple. Yeah. Yeah. You now, nah, we was out there. We was deep. You know the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. So I, I just thought it was it was interesting. I never knew how wild it was up in there. You saw the Leo and uh, Lady Gaga shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You think he was clowning or you think that just was just the moment they caught on camera? Because it looked either way. I, I think, you know what I'm saying? I think. That was the vibe of the whole joint. It was a lot of subliminal clowns and and little sneak punches and shit like that going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. I just I, I I took it as that was the vibe of the show because yeah, I never seen the shit before. Okay, oh, I can you know do what I'm saying. But you could tell that you know what I'm saying. It's a it's a basically a club. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because everybody that got up there made sure. They shot at the club out. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, like yeah. to thank Duff Warren Press. Oh, like, yeah. Because you know they're trying to come back. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Keep me on the list. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was very that. It wasn't, it wasn't no secret. That, let me pay homage. I like when Denzel said in his speech, he was like, yo, I forget the guy's name that oh, brought, him, brought him, him. He was like, this is what you're going <laughs> to do. Ran the play. Shake the hands. Shake the hand. Take the pictures. Go with hold the magazine. The magazine and you're going to win it. <laughs> And I won that. I night. won the award that year. That, shit, that was <laughs> slick than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So you could tell that shit is a club, and if your ass ain't in it, you ain't in it. You ain't in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to uh what's Denzel's wash? It's his wife. Pauletta. Pauletta. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a real moment when yeah. she was like, You got your glasses on? <laughs> nah, I don't need my glasses. <laughs> and two seconds later, that black man pride had to break down. Nah, I ain't. Uh, right. And then Jamie was like, I got some glasses. He was like, nah, fuck it. Nigga, this motherfucker's just going to have to get overlooked. He, he thought about the memes. <laughs> he was like, that shit, I ain't going to give him an Uncle oh, Denzel. Larry. I ain't going to give him another Uncle Denzel. I can't do this. Not twice. <laughs> Y'all ain't finna I, clown me. I felt like I almost got through unscathed. You know what I mean? Uh, you ain't finna clown me. Ah, uh, shit, man. Shit. We, um, we had back in the day. Did this Oscar special with with Bev on with for BET, uh-huh. and um, he was one of the people that she interviewed. Beverly Bevy Smith, Bevy Smith. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm old school calling yeah. it Bev. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pass in the conversation guest. Actually, our first in the conversation guest. Y'all should check that episode out. Really good. And he okay. he, he talked about you know what I'm saying first time he was at the Oscars. Yeah, and he had his mother there, and after the joint was over. She was like taking the little centerpiece flowers, telling them to you know bring the centerpiece flowers oh, I think to I the heard limo. About that. Yeah, 
That shit was funny as hell because it was a, a classic, you know what I'm saying? A classic black mama moment. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they ain't going to do nothing with them flowers. <laughs> they ain't going to throw them flowers away. <laughs> Take them with Come on now, bring them orchids. <laughs> he walking out the Oscars with the damn flowers <laughs> to the limo. <laughs> That's funny as shit. That was a classic moment. Oh, man. What else is cracking with you, man? Oh, uh, man. It's, you know, for, you know, black basketball season for my son. Yeah. yeah, black basketball season. No, no, just, I was. Okay. I said black. You know, okay. I was all fresh off of the black, black segment okay. on the Golden Globe. Gotcha. So you know, what I'm saying black, black just rolled off the tongue. Got it, you know, got what I'm saying because you know I'm real comfortable with my blackness. Okay, there you go. It just exudes <laughs> undeniably. <laughs> just black. <laughs> now nah, basketball season. Okay. So you know, what I'm saying I've um, been checking out some games with my son when I was out of town last week. You know, the week week before the holidays, I was out of town, and uh, you know he's having a rough time with his coach, giving them putting him on the bench, you know. So so he, you know, he called, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm just done. I'm done with this. I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what I'm saying, the coach not giving me no playing time and da 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 I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, sometimes the coach wants you to work for the playing time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you just, you know, you've been kind of spoiled, you know what I'm saying, because you have never had to experience this, but came easy. You know what I'm saying? You know, not it came easy, you know what I'm saying? The teams they they needed you mm-hmm. and you was in systems where, you know, a lot of coaches are player coaches, but some coaches are systems coaches. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The systems coaches, like, you know. You got to do exactly how I need it done, or I could put somebody else in that spot to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying it's not a player situation. It's where, a cog in the, it's a yeah, cog in the whatever wheel. Yeah, whatever I'm building it so that I could put anybody in this situation yeah. to make it work. So you know what I'm saying he was having a hard time understanding. It, so he was like, you know, what I'm saying I'm just gonna quit because it ain't worth my time because you know I, I go to practice every day, work out hard, and then I don't get no playing time. So I had to break that shit down. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, listen, man. This ain't no real. This ain't no basketball lesson, man. Hold on, that was this a this is a black father's one on one right here. This is a black father's monologue you hit him with. Let's. Oh, it's definitely a black father's monologue, but uh, you know, saying kind of black fathers. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so you know, sounding like listen, man. This is not a basketball problem. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you either gonna have to learn this now or you're gonna have to learn it later. But you might as well learn it now since you're in the situation. Mm-hmm. This is a life lesson. This is you're gonna always deal with people, you know what I'm saying, who either not gonna agree with you, you know what I'm saying, not not might not like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what you gotta understand is how do you put yourself in a situation where you get the best out of it mm-hmm. and not walk away. You can't quit. So, you know what I'm saying? My thing with him was, you know. You after the season you could do what you want, but you're gonna finish what you started, and okay. you're gonna figure it out. So quitting is out the quitting that's is out the not no, that's not an equation. Okay, you know what I'm saying because you had to figure out how to deal with people, even if they're difficult people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's true. And the earlier you learn that shit, the better. So you know what I'm saying? We went through. I'm I'm giving them the whole black father's monologue. How long? <laughs> 20, 40 minutes. We it, it went about fifteen minutes. Okay. On a solo, just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just a listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And then you know, he he, he hit me with. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. Nah, nah. He was like, <laughs> he was like, he hit me with. You know, what I'm saying now your kids old enough to hit you with some logic and, uh-uh. and talk uh-uh. back and uh-uh. shit. So he hit me with, well, what if you had a client that didn't pay you 
would you still go back and, you know what I'm saying, work with that client? I'm like, hold up, hold up. I'm doing the motherfucking like, monologue on, over this motherfucker. Let me find out. Let me find out. You got some motherfucking. Oh, We don't shit. need no parallels in this. That is funny but, as shit. But ironically. It should turn into a duel. But ironically, I had just had a scenario okay. where that was in full effect. Uh-huh. I was like, well, you know what? You know what I'm saying? And in the end, you know what I'm saying? It it, it partially benefited them. So it's like I had a client yeah. who did not pay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm talking about a situation where I had, you know what I'm saying, 10 other people that I hired on under my company. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? No, I did. I wanted to walk away from the job. I wanted to quit. Like, fuck this shit. I ain't dealing this shit. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to walk away. But at the end of the day, if I did not deliver then I definitely couldn't pay the people that I brought on that trust me. You know what I'm saying? The crew that 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 trust me with, you know what I'm saying, they they their time and you know what I'm saying, their livelihood basically for this particular project. So while I didn't I never got the all of the money, but if I hadn't delivered the project, I wouldn't have got none of the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I got enough of the money to pay my people and get them out of the way and I was able to hire those same people again on another project where we all made bread. So if I quit, I couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? And then in the game, my name is bad. Mm-hmm. Not not the client. Mm-hmm. My team ain't looking at the client like that motherfucker ain't pay me. Mm-hmm. They looking at me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes you got to fucking follow through the shit. Let's keep it funky, though. That touche threw you off for a second. Yeah, you had yeah. to double back. I had to, I had to go through the files real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This argument <laughs> level is is reaching expert. Well past intermediate. This shit you know is different. I had to double back in the files and and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's I guess that's how God do you, you know what I'm saying? You wonder why you go through certain situations. Sometimes you need that situation to bam bam. Just to inspire. Just to inspire. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he went back, you know what I'm saying? Couple last couple games, he got his playing time back. And you know he fight through it now. Now you now you understand. You work. Yeah, I got it. I mean, there it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> what's up. That is deep. You ever wanted to quit? Hell, uh, I've quit before. I've quit a lot of different I'm, shit. That's t- about this currently life. Currently, like life. uh, nah. I you know because um. I think I had a time when you, especially when you like young, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. high school and shit like that. Even, even through college, you could become like, you could, you could become like a bit of a dilettante. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I used to be that like in, you know, there was a time when I was DJing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? After a while, I kind of let it fade out. I used to like graffiti and shit. And I let that fade. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, little shit like that. Uh, I don't really like to quit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause I don't, I just after a while I take pride in getting all the way through it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, but that takes a while. That right. takes a while because I think that takes that's when you become an adult. You know, you're not, not even a man, but you become an adult. That's when you realize you're accountable. Right. When you're young, you can get that, you can get the uh, the wave of, oh, he's a kid. She's a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll have people apologize for your actions right. until you call to the carpet and it's like, 
nah, that's not what's gonna happen. You nah. can't be that type of person. And it, it might have taken a, a situation where I had a family member hit me with like an elder hit me with the, you know, I'm disappointed. Right. You know, because that disappointment when they hit you with, the, I'm disappointed. That shit, that right. shit hit you. That's ether. And, and see, you know, what I'm saying in situations in life, a lot of times when you're younger and and everybody, nobody's paying attention to your moves. You know what I'm saying? It's, it makes it easy to quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if nobody really on you or nobody, you know what I'm saying, is there to tell you, you know what I'm saying, or check you on it, you, you know, you could, it's easy to quit. Yeah. And and I know because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been, you know what I'm saying, easy to quit basketball. Nobody want to come to my yeah. game. No way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to hang out with these girls. So, but when you get into life where, you know what I'm saying, at some point you're like, fuck that. I'm about to fight for this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I wanted to impart. Like, listen, you know what I'm saying? Get this now. You know what I'm saying? Understand that now. Because that concept, you know what I'm saying? You don't want that concept. You don't want to get it when it's late. And you already done walked away from a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you just give the the people the power. You surrender your power when you quit. You know what I mean? Like, when you just walk away from an opportunity, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, now it's... You know, they got the opportunity. You don't got it no more. And then, you know, now you fucked up. And you walk, you got to blame yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, it's a difference between being let go or fired than quitting. Right. Like, if you quit and some shit pop mm-hmm. or something happened the next, you're like, damn, you got to deal with that. You got to right. have to deal with that regret. And that regret right. is a motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I think I grew up listening to, uh, you know, I'm always one of these people that looks for the inspiration, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's just from, from mentors, whether it's from music, it's books and shit. I was always one of them. I've always liked that whole underdog, top dog ascension. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You listen to a lot of motherfuckers from way back to Bismarck E, the Vapors, right. and then, you know, Hove, <laughs> No Deal, and then right. now he the motherfucking man. Like, you got to right. you gotta tap into something and be like, okay. Right, right. You know, but... Um, I do remember there's a book called uh, by Seth Golden. Seth Golden. It's about. It's called The Dip, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and I, I read this early on in my career when I was trying. You know, I was getting into the comedy shit, and you know where you know when you try we do any type of transition. But if you're trying to, you know, go chase a dream or something that is not even non traditional, but something that you've always wanted that's going to take some time to get to, mm-hmm. there's plenty of moments where you can get discouraged, where you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? So I remember reading this one book called The Dip. You mm-hmm. check it out. And it talks about there's an actual dip in what you're doing to where when you start something, you embark on something, you typically go down into you know the process, the tedious process. Then you get to this point of no return Mm-hmm. We're not really pointing over return, but you get to that breaking point to where shit starts to turn into an upswing, right? right? So they were like, well, "Listen, if you're gonna quit, you need to quit before that shit starts to work out." Like there was, mm-hmm. it was telling you when you should quit if you wanted to quit. Right. I just, I couldn't live with myself. You know what I mean? Especially because right. the thing is, and this <clears> is why I always, if I'm really into something, I'm really trying to do some shit. I let people know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because. Now it's not just on you. You're not holding it. And sometimes you might need some encouragement from outside. People be like, yo, I thought you was doing this. And just mm-hmm. that little bit of be like, you know what? I didn't even <laughs> realize you was paying attention, but right. hell yeah, I'm still right. doing that shit. Because you don't, you know plenty of mother. I've I've grown up with plenty of people, and I said I've been a I've been that type of person where 
You know people got, yo, this is what I'm about to do this year, or this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure people mm -hmm. are talking that right now. Right. We're 12 days into uh, 2016, right. this is the point where you realize, you know what, I might have set the bar a little high on these resolutions. This is some right. bullshit. Right, right, right. But if you put it out into the universe, you know what I mean, you, you don't know who's watching. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You don't know who you inspiring. You don't know who is 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 tracking your moves. Mm -hmm. So when you just abandon some shit for no real reason, mm -hmm. it just don't look good. It looks it looks bad on your credit for life. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> life credit shit. You know how you can't you're not supposed to close out a credit card. Just you know, fuck it. Just right. don't use that card, but keep that credit line open. Right. right you know right, what right. I mean? You know so. Yeah, B, you got to stick to it. You should know that going in. I always tell people, you know, you got you got to know that shit. If you really want something, nine times out of ten, shit's not going to be easy anyway. Right. It's going to take hard work, dedication, and commitment. Right. You know what I mean? And it's going to get uncomfortable as a motherfucker, but you could get through it. Right. You know. And so. I think I think at, a, at for me, you know, what I'm saying I, I've I've been trying shit and doing shit, and you know what I mean. Living on the edge for a minute, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying since since teenage. Uh huh. So it's like the one thing that for me that keeps it going is that I understand that this shit is an equation. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. I was telling Chris earlier about the equation, and so at the end of the equation is what you want out of life. All of that shit. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I want this. I want that. I want, yeah. Want my family still be got. I want a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to accomplish these things. Yeah. And all these other shits in the middle is variables and shit. But as long as I know I'm still working for the end result, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, if the variables get difficult, you know what I'm saying, I know I could switch variables and move them here and do that shit. So I don't, I don't look at it as, you know what I'm saying, oh, man, if I, I fail this one part of it, I'm just done. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to pack up and I'm going to forget about that end result. Mm -hmm. That's not what's going to happen. So as long as the, the end, my, my result, it's powerful enough, which it is at this point, which it just gets more and more. Mm -hmm. As closer you get and, you know what I'm saying, the more life experience you got and understand how important some of that shit is. Because mm -hmm. when I came up with that shit, you didn't understand how important it was. It was just ideal, idealistic. But once you understand the importance of it, that shit driving, it's almost like, you know what I'm saying, I don't know what what it would take, you know what I'm saying, to, to fucking just walk away. But you know what? I want to add to that. Well, one, I want to ask you, when was the last time you quit? What Do you remember anything that you quit that maybe you regret or, you know, have you ever, have you been a quitter? Ever? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've quit a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the, the, the first company I started was a TV show and, you know, it was six of us and, and three of us weren't getting along with the other three. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, at some point it was just like, man, fuck it. And I walked away. Because... Mm -hmm. You know, in my mind, you're young, you know what I'm saying? You got a bunch of ideas. You're like, I got a million ideas. This is just one. You know what I'm saying? This mm -hmm. is just some shit I thought of on Friday night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you walk away, and then they they run on with it. It wasn't that it was super successful, but at the end of the day, it was yours. And it was still alive. And it was still alive, <laughs> and it was your shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You fucking named it. You fucking, uh, it's the you know worst. what I'm saying, conceptualized it, and you see it ride out. And You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it didn't last no whole long time, make no huge impact, but it still was your shit. The worst is where people be like, want that chess shit? Right. <laughs> you're like, oh. or, or then when you hear the story revised and shit, yeah. like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, it's their shit. Oh, yeah, it was their shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You meet other motherfuckers who worked on it later, and they be like, yeah, when such and such, you know what I'm saying, made such a, like, what the fuck? Or, or even worse, when they be like, when fucking Ali lost faith. <laughs> he be yeah. like, God damn. Now, I, ain't, I ain't never heard that one, but, 
you know what I'm saying? It's in your own self. You like you look at it like you know what I'm saying. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have just walked away from that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, after that, you know what I'm saying. I pretty was steadfast with my shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I know when I got to New York, I didn't know had a specific thought. One, I got down the motherfucking Fifty Cent, uh-huh. and, and you know what I'm saying. I had a meeting. I had the vibe meeting, and I'm like, yo, this shit's so crazy. I, I can't even afford to quit. I can't even buy a ticket home. I'm, I'm shit. This shit got to work. Pointing over time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You was in the dip like a motherfucker. Like yeah. that was my exact thought. I'm like, damn, I can't, I can't quit if I motherfucker wanted to. I can't even cash out. But then you see how they say, how they be saying, see how God worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next day I had a little meeting, and all of the little things that I thought was problems, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, was answered. You know what I'm saying? That shit. You come right around the corner and then boom, within within a year of that, shit, my whole fucking life was totally, I couldn't even recognize my life from that day to a year later. That shit will, it enlightens, it gives you another lease on life. You like, wow. Like sometimes you need that moment like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And you'll say to yourself, yo, had I quit. I didn't. I wouldn't even been in this position, mm-hmm. and that that type of shit is what strengthens the resolve. Exactly. But I tell you this: this is something that you dropped on me early on. Because when you get a when you get you know when you get you know get older or whatever you get you got you know you got family or you got a lady or you got somebody you dealing with you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's not just you anymore, right? Right. right so now right. you got people that are kind of watching from the outside. And they, you know, they they looking at the track mm-hmm. and they obviously they can't be in your shoes. So they're not as invested as you are. They mm-hmm. can only see it from their perspective. Right. And I remember talking about that because, you know, you might have your lady or somebody mm-hmm. that might be holding you down or whatever. And they, they kind of yeah. like, well, what's up? Right. And I remember one thing you told me. This is real shit. It can't just be. When you when you articulate your vision, your vision can't be a I vision anymore. Right. It's got to be a we. It's got to be like this is what it is. It's a state of the union address. Exactly. It's like exactly. this is what we gonna do. This mm-hmm. is how this is gonna work. And when this works, it's gonna impact us in this fashion. So at right. that point, you start to you start to build a team. You start to bring right. people who become a little bit more invested. Right. And uh, you know that's that's one of those things that you. You know, I would have never thought that. You right. know, but it's just a it's just a tiny change in your language. Yeah, but see the thing is it's like this, man. You know, you are accountable to these people. Like I got, you know what I'm saying, kids, wife, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm accountable to these people. And and I learned from early on when doing the TV show and doing other little businesses that the you you're not going to be able to explain your vision and make people understand it the way you understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to show them. And mm-hmm. the bigger that shit get, it take longer to show them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So you do each step of the way, you know what I'm saying, or, you know what I'm saying, throughout the process have to drop those state of the unions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like my shit working like a motherfucker, right? Uh-huh. But then my wife looking at the shit like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> What you gonna do next? What's popping? You know what yeah. I'm saying? What's cracking? And then you got to you got to already you know what I'm saying you already got to know you got to be able to break that shit down because she don't see it. She don't see what I see. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She don't go to work with me. She don't you know what I'm saying see the you know what the process or the invoices or none of that shit. Mm-hmm. She just know okay well 
you know, we got to do this or this is on, this is looming. Mm-hmm. How are we going to handle that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I got to be able to have answers for it. You know what I'm saying? And I can't feel no kind of way about that because, now, because they own, they own the team. They should know. Or they, you, your biggest job as an entrepreneur is to be able to sell your vision. Yeah. And the hardest motherfucker to sell it to is those closest to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you could almost, you could almost, Get upset when you have to explain your vision because you feel like you should be down from the door. Right. But, but you know, shit. Luckily, I learned those lessons early because I done burnt through some relationships just based on the fact that you don't understand. You what you coming against me? Yeah, and you, oh, you saying it. my vision is whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember this girl told me, I, does the world need another producer? Like uh. what? Uh, you motherfucking crazy? Are you out uh, your mind? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The world needs me. The, God uh, damn it. <laughs> that'd be the worst way to kill a motherfucking dream in an offhand, <laughs> in an offhand fake rhetorical ass question. You know what I mean? Does the world need Yo. enough? Yo. Duh. That, cha- that, that question right there changed my whole fucking perspective because... Make you answer that question. One, one, you have to answer it. Two, you have you realize that you've done a piss poor job selling your vision. Mm. And three, in that situation, you know what I'm saying. You, I have been at a point where you know what I'm saying you might have been a little wishy washy on it. Like you know what I'm saying, all right, well if you want me to do this, then I try that. But I'm gonna still do my thing on the side or whatever. You know what I'm saying. You can't do that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. By the time I got. When I, by the time I got here and got with my wife, I understood. I was glad I learned that lesson because I understood that there can be no wavering mm-hmm. in your in your vision, in your stance. You got to stand on top of your rock and be unmovable because motherfuckers going to test you to see if you you bought your shit. Yeah. They're going to say, well, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that. And you might think about, hey, you know, how does that affect the situation? But at the end of the day, man, I, I can't move off of where I'm at. And what I'm doing, because if I move off of it, I can't win at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Moving off of it, wavering, that shit is, they, they see that shit as, that's just like blood in the water to a shark. Mm. Like, oh, he he ain't really, he don't believe that he shit. He ain't committed. He don't believe it. So uh, why should I? Damn. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? You got to be on top of your shit and stand with your fucking chest out and believe that shit and say that shit like you mean it and get out there and do that shit like you mean it. That's what's up. Well, like, shit. Sometimes it takes longer than expected, but shit, you got to be out there with your flag, dog. Stay down till you come up, as, you know as Young Jeezy would say. <laughs> Listen, this is what I want to tell y'all, are y'all listening. I want y'all to go out there into the world and uh, proudly proclaim that you are in the conversation, fans. You know what I'm saying? I want you to uh, retweet these links when we put this up in the world. You know tell saying? a friend to tell a friend. Wave that flag. Yeah, man. Leave a review. Talk to us. You know, shit. We trying to build something over here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Snapchatters. You know what I'm saying? Checking in real heavy. Yeah, man. I wish I got to get my Snap. I need a Snapchat tutorial because some people have Snapchatted at me. And then, I, you know, I don't don't really know what to do. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) even know. Sometimes I don't even. Some of this shit, this is probably the toughest. There's points where, I don't know, maybe it's my phone. The Snapchat, do you ever get this shit where it says something's loading? You got one thing, the shit keeps spinning. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, is that my phone fucking up? How do I get back to these people? Whatever. But listen, the love is felt. 
No, I'm I sorry. appreciate it definitely. You know, I hit you on all the other platforms. I'm gonna <laughs> get. I gotta get me a little remedial Snapchat class going on. But um, listen, uh, stay committed to in the conversation. We got some new shit coming. We got some some uh, some things. So y'all y'all might want to stay invested. Nah, man, don't quit on us. You know what I'm saying? But, Never quit. Hell nah. But before we go, Mama, tell the people where you gonna be. Man, I'm going to be on that Snapchat, Thorough TV, T-H-O-R-O-T-V. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That Mr. Muhammad on all the other platforms. And shit, other than that, man, I'll catch me in Brooklyn in these streets. Right. That's unless you win that Powerball. Then you won't find me. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat is deleted. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I'm going to be out here. I'm in the world. Uh, I got a bunch of shows. I'm at Stand Up New York heavy this Saturday. Uh, so check that out. I got a bunch of different shows. Uh, and as always, you know, you can see you can see my schedule on uh, DamianLemon.com. But I got a bunch of stuff. I'm in the city. You know what I mean? Working on some new material. So come out, man. Show love. And uh, as always, like we said, man, tell a friend to tell a friend. And your enemies, too. Get in the conversation. We out. Peace.